Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What's your blood type, Michael? I am a B positive, of course. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> okay. Hugh, are you O negative? it's very good i've never i've never heard your type five on blood group (laughs) (laughs) and by five you don't mean minutes you mean five sentences one about each blood group have you got any uh have you got any more in that similar vein no that's it that's all i've got i'm all tapped out now he didn't pick up on that will um and then he yes ended it by saying all tapped out which is quite nice which is quite good yeah yeah. but he didn't mean to he absolutely didn't mean to Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Will. Hi, Will. That's me. Hi, Hugh. Hi, World. Hi, Tom Cruise. Is Tom Cruise here? Is Tom Cruise there with you? I just always say that's how I greet everyone, yeah. I always start. I, I chuck a celebrity in my greetings at every point just in case there's one there. There is a, a, a good friend of mine, Peter, who, who might end up on the podcast sometime. But Peter, um, I think in every tweet he sends, he tweets Neil Diamond and the Pope. Just in the hope that at some point, one of them will respond to whatever he's saying about, you know, a novel he's read. But uh, I don't think it's happened yet, but it's good to have that aim, you know. Why those two? I mean, need you ask? Yeah, no, stupid question. The Venn diagram that... Yeah. Of, of fans uh, it's pretty big right yeah i think you, you cover everything people are either fans of the pope or of neil diamond you know <laughs> yeah. like they're kind of the two ends of the spectrum do you think never the twain shall meet though it's just peter in the middle it's a good point actually have you ever seen them in the same room together oh my god are you trying to tell me that the pope is neil diamond and or vice versa I, think, I would love I think, to. I think know we've broken a story here. Yeah, I don't yeah. know Neil Diamond. He's he's Sweet Caroline, right? 
that's that's his song oh so, yeah that makes sense yeah i was gonna be like oh baby i'm so in love with and where in fact, you go sweet caroline has the you same know? chord structure as the national anthem of the vatican city it's all coming together. I've no idea if it, I've no idea if it even has a national anthem. I obviously just made that up, but <laughs> and Neil Diamond, I think technically is a country as well. It's one of those things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the smallest con- the smallest country in the world is actually Neil it's Diamond. Actually Neil Diamond. Yeah, yeah. Hugh, you're looking pallid and pale, like you gave blood recently. <laughs> well, how can you tell? I did <laughs> give blood. I gave blood today, and in fact, I've got plasters on both arms which makes it look as though they just took blood from everywhere they could get, which is kind of true. But, uh, yeah, they just took... <laughs> Where a, else are your plasters? They took a little bit from one arm and yeah. a lot from the other. So. They didn't like the first one. Yeah, exactly, first arm. Icky blood. Yeah. The reason I can tell is because I'm reading Dracula at the moment, right? Oh. And I've never read Dracula before. Oh, it's great. Uh, but I went to Whitby, so I felt like I had to read Dracula. And uh, even though it's... When was it written, Hugh? You know that, right? I think like 1896, 1897, oh, something I've like got... that. Oh, I've got to go for one of them. Okay, I'm going 1897. Okay. This is this is less exciting podcasting than I thought it would be because I'm just flicking through a book now. Okay, this this doesn't say anything in it about what... No, I just couldn't find the page. No, it says oh, nothing about according it. According to Wikipedia, 1992. Nope, that's a film. Yep, that, that would be a oh, film. 1897, yep. there you are. There you go, he's done really well. Point of this story was I was uh, reading a bit, and no spoilies, don't worry. Uh, I was reading the bit where there's a bat flapping at a window, yes. which is really scary. It and is. then in the middle of the night last night, I was staying at a friend's house, and there was flapping against the window, no. and I've never been more scared. I was like, oh, so it's real. It's real, the spooky thing's real, and I'm going to yeah. die. It's a scary book. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's not a huge reveal that dracula's scary but yeah, spoilers hmm. dracula's scary and neil diamond's the pope all this stuff was already known hugh oh, yeah it's definitely a weirder start to an episode talking about a book that has nothing to do with the subject, i'm isn't quite it? put off by the fact that on the third screen we're just watching our producer eat his dinner with his hands <laughs> yeah this, and this. he said he told us as we was coming on that it was a chicken pie which, first of all, is an unappetizing combination of words. And then just to see him literally picking things up, like it looks finger-licking bad. It is just, good lord, Michael. What? Speaking of finger-licking bad, yeah. welcome, Michael. We couldn't just introduce him normally, sure. I, uh, no. I, got, in, I got in a little bit late, guys, so uh, my dinner has sort of run into the podcast recording. But normally you're so punctual for the recordings. <laughs> I'm using a fork yeah, for, for the, the pie here. Uh, home listener, Michael's always late. Fingers for the salad. Fingers for the salad. That's how I roll. That's a horrible phrase. I want that taken out of context. <laughs> Fingers for the salad. But it's good. It's Neil good. I'll, I'll try to. I've managed to get through most of a chicken pie there. Fingers while you guys are for the salad. You know, cherry tomatoes for my heart. Not too bad. Listen to my ballad. <laughs> the pie's a perfect place to start. I've no idea what Neil Diamond sounds like. <laughs> Clearly, or indeed, what the Pope sounds like. Michael, who's your favourite Pope? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one, isn't it? Um. So weird. He's just nursing a bit of like shredded beetroot. Like sex, Sextus was Sextus a pope? She just sex. picked one that had sex in it. No, no, no. I mean, he's my favorite now. He's the second pope I've heard. I didn't want to pick. I, I didn't want to pick one of the obvious popes, so I went went back a while. Boniface. Boniface was a pope. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. This wasn't as fruitful a line of questioning as I'd hoped. <laughs> I don't know where you thought <laughs> it was going to go. Do you have, like, a hierarchy of popes? Yeah, like, I've got all the posters in my room, you know, but, I mean, there's there's so many to choose from, yeah. <laughs> How many popes have there been? Like Loads here. 500? Like, like, hundreds, hundreds, yeah. Loads of popes. How yeah. many popes? Oh, no, I accidentally Googled how many poops. <laughs> and it just okay, came please, up. Please tell us what I came up. Well, the how question many was how many in a day is normal? Okay, how many? That This is a good line of questioning. Beetroot, pie boy. Uh, no, chicken pie boy. What's, what's your normal poop in regimen? What? <laughs> how um, much do you poop a day? I would say the average, the standard average. Yeah, which is what? If you now say seven, <laughs> something's wrong. Mm. Nuts. You can't say the average. Less than seven? What's your average? Less than seven? Does this make you uncomfortable? Do you want to go back to talking about popes? That's all I'm willing to commit to. Less than seven? More than more than one? No, no, wait, no, I've given away too much. <laughs> oh, so it's six. It's 100% six. So there are, first of all, if you do Google that sentence, you get three and a half million results in half a second. And the first one is from healthpartners.com and says it's normal and healthy to have a bowel movement anywhere between three times a week to three times a day. That's quite a wide range. Yeah. Well, I think it's an important thing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly because it makes Michael uncomfortable. Important? I mean, it's so important that we got there by mispronouncing the word Pope. <laughs> That's how important it was. <laughs> well, guys, this week we are, and I guess this is to vaguely coincide with the release of uh, Top Gun Maverick, new film. We're talking about Tom Cruise, and I guess I mean, look, we've done we've done a uh, a, a, a single actor episode before, uh, notably the George George Clooney episode. Um, that that didn't go well for Clooney. Let's see if Tom Cruise will fare a little bit better. So we're going to talk about the pros and cons of the man, his career, um, his acting. Um, and, uh, and, and see whether or not we like them. Um, but, but I guess, look, let's, let's kick off with a quiz, a three question quiz. Um, so firstly, Tom Cruise is famous for his, uh, devotion to the roles that he say, takes on and most notably the, the skills that they require. So over time, he's learned how to fly planes, how to, uh, race cars at a professional level, uh, how to rock climb. Uh, so, which of these things has he done for a film, and which has he not? So, two of these things he's done, uh, one of them he has not. Hmm. Uh, so, first is, learned how to hold his breath underwater for six minutes. Two is, learned how to cut hair to a professional standard. And then three is, learned how to play pool to a professional level. So, the pool one's got to be for The Colour of Money, which is the sequel to The Hustler, which is a great film with Paul Newman. Um, and Paul Newman is in the, the Color of Money as well. And in fact, I think it's Paul Newman's only Oscar, possibly, was for The Color of Money, which is ridiculous because he should have got loads. But anyway, this isn't the Paul Newman episode. So I'm going to say that he uh, learned to play pool um, for The Color of Money. Yeah, he's um, spot on, Hugh. Nailed it. Nailed it. The hairdresser. So six minutes, I'm pretty sure, is about twice as long as the greatest like natural born swimmers are able to hold their breath. So I think that sounds like nonsense. Do we know, is there a film where he was a hairdresser though, Will? You are a fan of hairdressing films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in um, Mission Inquaffable. Very uh, good, yeah. <laughs> uh, top Bun. <laughs> um, the Perm. The Perm, that's very good, yeah. 
Fallout just works as it is. The perm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, okay, I think we got it. Michael, we're saying six minutes is ridiculous, and you should have made it a shorter, more realistic time. Guys, six minutes is ridiculous, but he's only done it. He has. Tom Cruise held his breath underwater for six minutes multiple times while filming uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. I don't know if that's Mission Impossible 4 or 5, uh, but it's one of the films. I feel and, like they should have just done and, the take in, in like shorter bursts. Yeah, rather than just yeah I guess, I guess so, but much of it is on is on screen. So there's quite a, an extended scene where he's underwater, um, which is pretty amazing. Like that is that is above and beyond the Call of Duty. Okay, so I guess one to me. That's how I'm going to start getting these from now on. Um, Tom, question two. Tom Cruise is known for being extraordinarily generous. Uh, so which of these gifts has Tom Cruise given people? Again, two of them are real. No, I just want to. I just want to hold hold on there, Michael. I'm yeah. not going to let you away with this. So Tom yeah. Cruise is known for being extraordinarily generous. So like when yes. you stop someone in the street and you say Tom Cruise, <laughs> the first thing they're going to say is, "Oh, what a generous man!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what? He's not known for that. He's known for being in movies. Yeah, that's and fair being enough. Crazy. <laughs> being a Scientologist. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not no oh you like oh yeah, that guy who gives loads of great gifts. Admittedly what? it's it's down the list. I get that. I get that. But <laughs> but you found this on Scientology.com slash Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. You'll find a long list of pros about Tom Cruise on that website. What what would be your first thing that you'd describe him as after after Film Star? After all the obvious ones, what's the least obvious one? Um after all the obvious ones like Michael's male? gonna say looks a bit like Michael. Michael's gonna say that he oh he looks a bit like me. That's I mean, what you've claimed for years. I wish he'd said that. I'm glad he just said male. I'm glad you brought it up, Hugh, because we're not dissimilar. We're not dissimilar. We're not dissimilar. Yeah. You've also claimed George yeah. Clooney. You've claimed <laughs> young Al Pacino. <laughs> Having now met Michael once, you both seem obsessed with your height. So I think that's something to be said. Yeah. yeah. Tom Cruise is probably taller than you, and I think that would kill he, you. He's not. I checked it out. He's not. I mean, I didn't. I didn't stand next to him, but but I could. I was. There's information <laughs> available that he's not. So. There's information available. Taller than Tom Cruise. <laughs> Michael, he's one point seven meters. That's definitely taller than you are. I think he's five foot seven. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, that's you're my, like that's five my, one. That's what my <laughs> not five one, but my 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 information indicates he's five foot seven. Which uh, so what are you? I tower over him by at least an inch. <laughs> I I think you need to relook up the word tower and inch. I would yes dominate him. Um, nope. Oh, okay. But Makes he's so it, generous. It's a sex thing. I get well, it. Well, he is so generous. So, so, um, I'm going to give you three. Do you mean sex- a generous lover? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I mean, generous with uh, money and items, uh, articles. Yep. That he's, That's that what he- Michael cares about, all right. <laughs> um, so, so two of these are, are real gifts, uh, and one of them is is uh, is one I made up. So the first is hundreds of chocolate cakes that he gives out hundreds of chocolate cakes on an annual basis. Second is uh, a set. Oh, wait, on what date is it? Just someone's birthday? Mm, it's uh, the festive season, let's say. Um, <laughs> I feel like Michael made that one up and uh, panicked to find an answer. Um, then uh, the festive option, season. Option two: um, <laughs> extremely expensive pens, sets of extremely expensive pens, uh, and then three. Tom Cruise action figures. 
So which of those are real and which have I made up? He doesn't sound that generous, Michael. <laughs> We've all given someone a cake and an action figure. <laughs> First date. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, a housewarming yeah. present. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if I went to your house and there were a load of like never removed from box <laughs> action figures of yourself. Well, one, of myself, yeah, okay. That's well, what no, I they're just yeah. action figures of Tom Cruise that Michael thinks look like him. And <laughs> yeah, did yeah, you yeah, say he's just crossed hundreds out of Cruise. chocolate cakes every year. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. sort of cake? Like, what are we talking? What size are we talking? Uh, like, two tiered? Is it? They're, nice? they're actually bigger than you expect. It's a, they're actually a lot bigger. A, I believe it's a pound they're cake, or a, or, a, or what is known in I think in America it's known as a pound cake, in Europe it's known as a bunt cake, uh, and it is white chocolate and coconut flavored. Oh, I mean, a pound yeah. cake traditionally doesn't have any chocolate in it at all, you know. But obviously, you could have a chocolate pound cake. This isn't your This isn't your daddy's pound cake. In fact, it's Tom Cruise's da- pound cake. It's Tom Cruise's daddy's pancake. <laughs> pound cake, not a pancake. Thank you, daddy. Hmm. So what are we um, thinking? Cakes? Pens? Oh, Michael, I've never cared about anything less. <laughs> this is the most boring question I've ever heard. Like, you've made up this thing about Tom Cruise being generous, and then you're like, does he give people pens, food? Like, the most boring things he could give as well. Pens, food, or what? Images on the self. The action figure must be real, okay? He must give them little action figures. And then, like, the chocolate cake thing is stupid, and therefore Michael probably made it up. And also, I think Michael, again, would love so, the idea of, like, so. he's heard of a pound cake. In fact, I know Michael made a cake last weekend because he sent me a picture of it. <laughs> and while it wasn't a pound cake, it was a Victoria sponge, which is the same basic idea that you put in the same amount of everything. Um, and what's the other thing? Pens. Oh, like, that's so boring. He can't have made it up. Let's go cakes, Will. Let's say cakes are made up, but I'm just annoyed now. Do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, I I think it, sometimes in an episode, everything starts out fine, and the tiniest thing sends you over the edge. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so annoyed. Maybe why, I do why, care what's happened? This. What's happened to you? Is it the lack of blood in your system? It's all the blood system, gone. The blood has gone from my head. Anyway, Michael, we think he's making cakes. No, you think he's not making no, cakes. No, he's not. You made up the cakes. You cake maker. So, guys, struck out again. So, he does, at, around Christmas time, he sends hundreds of identical chocolate cakes uh, that I think he, he gets from a shop near his house um, to his friends and family all around the world. And his friends include a lot of celebrities. So, I know he sends one to Jimmy Kimmel, for example, Drew Barrymore gets one. I think a lot of producers in Hollywood get one and it's called the Tom Cruise cake. And it's, you kind of, you know, you've made it or that you're related to Tom Cruise. If you get one of these cakes. Um, and, uh, some of them actually, I think that the batch that goes to the UK is flown by private jet. So there's a couple of people in the, in, in the UK who get, uh, that is absolutely yeah, awful. He's That's super, so super generous, super generous. Uh, do you know what would be super generous? Yeah. Not hiring a pli- private jet to fly cakes when there's a climate crisis. That would be generous. Apparently the cakes are amazing, Well, Apparently they're they're really, really good. Yeah, of course they're amazing. Because you're like, oh, do you want this free cake that was flown to the country for you from a superstar? Gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah. You know, I get it why they taste nice. Yeah, delicious. I think most yeah. most food is flown, so it's not, it's not, it's not just cakes in the air. Everything's in yeah, the air. Michael, it's not individually I, each piece of food is flown. <laughs> you don't get every apple you get on a jet. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. Of course what, you do. What are you, guys, what are you guys doing? Where are you getting your apples? That's not generous. That's stupid. That's stupid. So the chocolate cakes are real. So he gives out the cakes. He gives out the pens. 
and he does not give out the action figures because actually Tom Cruise, in spite of playing uh, you know action heroes for a lot of his career, has completely prohibited the production of any action figures resembling him. It is something he will not allow. Again, a psychotic thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just so you know, if you Google a Tom Cruise action figure, you can find loads of them. Well, there you go, Michael. Stay so you know, So not licensed. I won't support it. I won't stand for this. <laughs> so, guys, you, zero, zero for two. Not great. Um, so, final question. In which of these situations has Tom Cruise intervened in real life? He's known for being a very forthright, very dynamic individual who uh, always wants to resolve any problems that are in front of him. Forthright, dynamic, yeah. and generous. Yeah. Who am I talking about? Yeah. Is it Neil Diamond? <laughs> Is it the Pope? Do you say um, resolving problems he's seen? So I'll give you I'll give you three examples. Like his wife making noise during childbirth. He resolved that problem pretty quickly, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> Sorted that one out. Um, yeah. Okay, which of these situations has he intervened in in real life? A mugging, a hit and run, and a yacht fire. Well, you don't intervene with a yacht fire because that's a problem that solves itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Best place to have a fire. Exactly. I mean, ultimately, all fires resolve themselves by that measure. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a positive or incredibly negative way of looking at things. It's like a flood in your fireplace. You're like, this is grand. <laughs> That's, that is how I see the world. It's as simple as, well, there's water there, so that'll cancel out that. Yeah. It's like having a mouse and buying a cat and then buying a, a lion and then buying a machine gun. Yeah. That's how that works, right? <laughs> Little tiny machine gun for the mouse. Yeah, to use and defend itself. Uh, I feel like he's, he's someone who's often around yachts. Mm-hmm. Yacht probably fire, probably a mugging. So yeah, maybe the hit and run. Let's let's get this over with. He didn't intervene in a hit and run. Yeah, because how could you do that? Well, I guess afterwards. Like, but that's not intervening in it. That's just being around after. Yeah. Oh, switcheroo, switcheroo. It's a trick question. All three. He's intervened in all it's not three. A trick question. It's a fake question. <laughs> fake question. Fake <laughs> question. Um, yeah, so trick question. I think the word question needs to be redacted from that. It's just a goddamn trick. Also, trick sounds like it's fun. Yeah, it's not very dynamic <laughs> or generous. Or forthright. It's the opposite of forthright. He came yeah, to yeah. the aid of one of his neighbors in London when he was staying in London, uh, who was the victim of a mugging. He saw a woman uh, uh, get hit in a hit and run, and when he found out she was uh, an actor. He uh, completely the covered, covered the cost of her, her surgery and her recovery. And If she'd been like a paramedic, he would have been like, saw out yourself, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he, he saw a yacht that was on fire and I, I guess said, you know, put out that fire someone. I, I don't think he actually did anything or there. Maybe he put more of the sea on the top of the yacht. That's how you deal with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he, he sank the yacht. <laughs> So you get to it. see where the fire is. So what a guy, what a guy. Skilled, uh, generous, and a uh, very helpful individual. That's what I would say about Tom Cruise. What do we think, guys? I want to hear your pros and cons. What do we like about Tom Cruise? Uh, well, all I'd say is it's quite easy to, I think, you know, come into this and be quite negative about Tom Cruise. But beforehand, I was thinking, you know, but then obviously there's there's good stuff and there's good movies and there's all that kind of thing. And the last 10 minutes of you just, like... <laughs> I don't know what the word is, Michael. Just your massive love in for him. Like, has, has, like, look, I know we're going to go on for another half an hour or so, but, like, no, we, it's only going one way. We know this now. You've clearly so loved Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you're just setting myself and Will up to 
hurl as much as we can at them. No, no. I, I actually think he's great. There we go. I said it. I said of it. Of course you do. I think, he, I think he suffers from a lot of bad press, but I think he, he seems like a, a stand-up guy. Okay, Michael, tell us, because you will have done the research. Well, actually, you won't. You'll probably have only have done the research. Like, this is the thing. You clearly searched for good things about Tom Cruise, and the best you could find is that he gives people cakes. <laughs> I should say, Michael wanted to do this episode. He wanted to record one tonight about billionaires. <laughs> And he didn't understand when Will and I said that there's only one side to that argument. He, he didn't quite... He, he agreed, but he didn't understand. So, of course you love Tom Cruise. Okay, so tell us about... You've done the research. Tell us about his Scientology. How involved is he in Scientology, right? Because here's the thing, okay? I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily say that because someone is involved in Scientology that they are a terrible person because they could be someone who's been drawn into this whole situation. But as far as I know, Tom Cruise is... He's doing the drawing in, right? He's 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 profiting from that, isn't he? I, I don't know. I don't know if he's profiting from it. I mean, I I don't know. But isn't that why you joined, Michael? <laughs> yeah, just to make sure that Tom Cruise was the second smallest Scientologist. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I think about Tom Cruise. Right? I think that he is the best movie star. I think that's that's it. That's my opening statement. Who do you now, think is the second best movie star? George so what, I, what I'm saying is, and, and I'm choosing my words carefully, I think he's the best movie star. I'm not saying that he's the best actor, but I think he's basically, to movies, what David Beckham is or was to football. You know, someone oh of, 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 great, of great talent, nothing about but, football. Not, but not at the top of the pile. Like, I know that Beckham is not, is not the best footballer, I know that, but... He's Beckham was he an is, incredible footballer. He is. He was. He was a. He, he, yeah, but yeah. You fine. know nothing about football. Stop. Why would you compare this to something you have literally no idea about? You text me every year when you see David Beckham at Wimbledon, and you're just like, he's so handsome, and he's only getting more handsome. And I agree, he's stunningly handsome. But yeah. you know nothing about football. Why would you do this? Why don't you? Why don't you like? Why don't you talk about Tom Cruise in the way that you talk about? I don't know private jets. Like what? <laughs> Why are you talking about football? <laughs> because what I'm saying is, even if, 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 you know, I'm not trying to make the case that he's the best actor out there, but I think no, when you think of... you're saying he's really, really famous and therefore is great. When you think of movie star, you think of Tom Cruise. I think that's... You said the exact, exact sentence in the Clooney episode about <laughs> Clooney. <laughs> so, Michael, if you think he's the best movie star, who do you think is the second best? Is it Clooney? See, the thing is, they're not even close. Like, if you look at box office gross, like, Clooney is, like, Tom Cruise leaves him in his dust. And the other thing is that Tom Cruise, like, basically does it on his own. He's in very few films, like, very few franchise films. You're right, that, yeah, that, they're, they're really small, independent indie movies. He's <laughs> yeah, he is. Say. No, but... Yeah, but just him, him and his friend with a camera, yeah. It's $10,000 like, budget. He's like future legitimate like candidate, I'm sure, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's that caliber movie star. He's 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 the person that people who people uh, go to the cinemas to see, almost regardless of what they're in. There, I said it. How many Mission Impossible movies has he been in? Oh God, so many. And I think there's actually they filmed two that have yet to be released. I think there's eight, that'll bring it up to like eight or something. But I do think he's 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 right up there. He's uh, it's hard to think of someone who's a bigger. Uh, who's, who's a bigger movie star. Well, it is with um, your criteria, which is like, well, they have to be shorter than me. And <laughs> like, what, a box office? Yeah, okay, great. This box office, of course, again, is back to money again. And what else? Like, Well, I'll give you another thing. he does it all on his own. 
That's another <laughs> stupid sentence. That would be amazing if he did. If he did the whole thing, like he graded the film, he, he operated the camera, he wrote... That'd be Played every part, film. like did a Peter Sellers on it, you know? Here, here's, here's a question uh, that I want to ask of us uh, three, uh, three heterosexual men. I'm only going to listen to is, your own answer. Is, is Tom Cruise handsome? Is he a good-looking man? Obviously. Yeah. Is it obvious, though? When you look yeah. at him, I think he may have convinced yeah, no, us all. You're right. If he was, if he was hotter, he might be famous. I know. I, I, I think he may have all convinced us all that he is handsome. But I think he's probably quite an average-looking guy. When do you mean? When are you talking about? All the time, young, now, when? Yeah, young and now. Yeah. He's yeah. very handsome in a few good men. So that's when he's young. He's like mid twenties then. Very handsome in that. I know. There's a friend, friend of mine who listens to the podcast, and I think he. I think he confessed to me that his first movie crush was Tom Cruise uh, dancing in his underwear in Risky Business. <laughs> mm. So, there That's you go. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. Yeah. Says it all. I think he's he's got a very striking face. Yeah. G- good bone structure. Okay. And uh very charismatic. That's all you really need to be hot. Yeah. Well, you've really you've really fleshed out that answer. You've really shown us your work there. That's great. Thank you. Big teeth. Yeah, big teeth. And actually, apparently, one of his teeth is bang in the middle of his face because of some reconstructive surgery he had done. Um, it's not in the middle. That's his nose. His <laughs> that's nose true. That's true. <laughs> uh, it's in the. It's his centered for it's sure. Centered. His tooth is yes, centered. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. Um, yeah. The tooth isn't. For anyone listening who hasn't seen Tom Cruise in a while, he doesn't just have a tooth in the middle <laughs> of his face. Because if he did, Michael, I know I don't want to shame people and everyone to their own lid for every pot and all that. But then he wouldn't be hot. <laughs> tooth in the middle of your face not good i've seen i've watched um the uh anyone any big uh, wrestling fans there's a famous uh match between the undertaker and mankind hell in a cell and uh, the undertaker <laughs> throws mankind down onto the top of the cell the cage then breaks which it wasn't meant to do mankind then lands on a table and when he gets up his tooth has gone through his nose and i'm gonna say if if danny caffey in A Few Good Men, was yeah. shouting, you can't handle the truth. Now it's the other way around. If Danny Caffey was shouting that he wanted the truth with a tooth coming out his nose... You can't handle the tooth. Well, it be. You can't handle you the tooth. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hugh, we used to have an annual, an annual tradition where we would watch Hell in a, Hell in a Cell. Mm. Gotta get back. Gotta get back to that. Amazing. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a link to that in the, in the, in the comments. Everyone should watch that. Um... What? That you used to watch the same one. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, a, it's the greatest wrestling match ever. It's well ever. worth it. Uh, it is. Well, oh, I've watched it. it. I was a big yeah. WWF fan. Yeah. I was such a big WWF fan that when I was a kid, uh, there was a legal thing with the World Wildlife Federation and uh, the World Wrestling Federation where the WWF were like, "Hey, could you guys change your name? Because it's our name." And I uh, started drafting a letter <laughs> supporting wrestling against the, <laughs> against the pandas federation i do think i always think it's strange that that the pandas went up against a group of wrestlers and the pandas won like i feel like i would have backed have you ever wrestled there. a panda michael <laughs> <laughs> yes They're big boys yeah have you <laughs> michael tried to come on to a panda and it just didn't work out so he thought they were they're just not not in it for the uh, the physical stuff <laughs> never gonna reproduce at that right that's why pandas don't reproduce is because they <laughs> Michael came on to a couple of them and they were like seriously man stay away from that guy he wears a panda suit and he's always trying to measure you to see how tall you are <laughs> I am taller than a panda I'll take that <laughs> have you ever stood beside a panda 
How tall are pandas? <laughs> I just average height panda. Yeah, but you see, that's, uh, to... that's at shoulder. No, so standing up, standing up. Yeah, standing up, they're about four foot six. So that's like four inches taller than Michael. <laughs> just a little bit shorter than Cruz. How tall is the tallest panda? What so a great I, question. Like the I, tallest panda. Tom Cruise and a panda walk into a bar. <laughs> oh, apparently they can reach six feet. Oh, okay. Well, they've actually Michael got can't. me there. Michael has to get other people to reach those shelves. <laughs> yeah. I, I would clarify. So do I. I'm a short boy. I just don't go on about it. And the first time I meet someone, they can stand back to back with me. Um, does Tom Cruise and this isn't necessarily a knock on him but I think it's interesting given that he usually does play the hero of films like he's never the bad guy Yeah. does Tom Cruise have any likeable characters does he ever play a character that's actually likeable and I mean someone you would like as opposed to someone you might admire or be impressed by yeah I think Jerry Maguire is very likeable haven't seen it doesn't count Jerry Maguire is great one of the most likeable characters in cinema history Will you have, have you seen any Tom Cruise films well I uh, definitely seen uh, Mission Impossible uh, at some point. War of the Worlds. I think I saw Mission Impossible Three. There's one where he's climbing at the start, and it's like really intense climbing. Yeah, um, intense. Uh, Tropic Thunder. Great film. Uh, I've seen clips from Cocktail, and whenever I used to work in cocktail bars and do little tricks, they'd be like, oh, "You're just like Tom Cruise," and I'd be like, <laughs> "Yeah, yes, I am. I am like that one <laughs> film where one person bartended." Mm. What's your favorite Tom Cruise film, Michael? Uh, I think it's probably Minority Report. Minority Report's great. It's great. Oh, it's a good film. Yeah. It's yeah. A good film. yeah. It's a great, great film. I also, I think I, I, think I might be the. It's oh. like future crime stuff. Yeah, Colin Farrell is like ah, Tom Cruise. You kill your man, so we're gonna go and get you for a <laughs> That was too good an Irish accent to have been Colin Farrell. <laughs> do, do so. Does anyone have have a favorite Tom Cruise film? A few good men, like a few good, a few good men, is, is one of the best films ever. Like, this, yeah, yeah, Jack Nicholson going, you can't handle the truth, Luke. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, you ordered the cow red. Uh, yeah, it's a great film, and Tom Cruise is great in it. He's really, really good. I think it's one of his better roles as well, because I think a criticism that you could throw at him is the sort of one that that people that I would say about George Clooney, which is that he he does the same thing every time. But I think. I think this, the only difference is Tom Cruise at least does things, you know, and it is impressive that he does all these stunts. And I don't know whether that makes him good or not, but at least he's he's doing something. But a few good men, he's great. And like, but he's still not that likable, you know. Like you're rooting for yeah, him, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's he like he would not he would bully me. That character would. In fact, I think every Tom Cruise character he's ever played, if I was in school with him, would bully me. <laughs> but that I mean, that's not a, you know, that's pretty pretty wide net you're casting there Hugh yeah yeah I feel like Michael would have bullied you Michael probably did bully you <laughs> I wonder if we'd been in school together Michael what that would have been like, like would oh, we have good. would we have been not friends good. would you no of course no. you famously didn't like me um for a while did, what didn't still thinking, How famous? Still thinking I, about it um, and why well we'll actually this was something that I realized after Michael and I had known each other for probably several maybe nearly a year and yeah. we then got to know each other very well and became good friends. And then at some point, Michael said, do you remember how weird it is that like when we met first, we really didn't like each other? <laughs> and I said, no, no, I, I, I always liked you. And he was like, oh, right. Yeah. Cool. 
So what was it about Hugh that you didn't like, Michael? Um, I think upon... oh, it's because you were taller than him, right? <laughs> I oh, think man. upon I don't know I don't know what it was. I think we're very similar. You know, it's like if you met yourself in real life. Not uh, though. That's the worst thing you've ever said about be, me. We're very similar. <laughs> we, I think that was exactly what it what was. What are we it's similar? Why are we? How are we similar? Our thought process, level of intelligence, um, you know, hair. <laughs> You're talking about you and Tom Cruise again now. You forgot I asked about me. You're thinking about Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, you. I mean, like in the in in the the span of human population, you are you and I are very close together. You know, that's as we're as quite quite similar. Like really. geologically speaking, yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> cosmically speaking. <laughs> like what? What did you both do today? Right. What? What? Walk me through your day today, Michael. First, tell me everything you did today, and then we'll work out. We'll see what Hugh did today, and we'll see. Um, I got the dart to work and got caught in the rain, and then came home and ate a chicken pie. Okay, Hugh, what did you do today? Um, I uh, practiced uh, some dance moves uh, so that I can be in, in end of year dance with my uh, sixth class <laughs> students. Uh, I came home, I baked some uh, some Mars bar treats for my sixth class students. I gave blood, uh, baked gave, a loaf of see, bread. You picked a day where he gave blood. It's not like he's given blood every day of the year. That's every day, fair. Michael. Every That's day. That's why I'm so unhealthy. Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, I'm just going to say this. It sounds like one of you is on the verge of a breakdown. <laughs> You're and not sure which, though. No, I absolutely am. I just don't want to be cruel. But if you mentioned being caught in the rain, I don't think things... If that's like one of the main four <laughs> things that happen in your day, I don't think things are great. That's all I'm saying. It's quite passive, isn't it? I didn't... I yeah. got caught in the rain. <laughs> that's more something the rain did than I did. Really. Did Tom Cruise yeah, yeah. intervene? <laughs> <laughs> If anyone could. Ah, uh, you're not an actor, so he wouldn't. <laughs> it's good to know, Will, that if you ever get mugged and Tom Cruise is passing, he will intervene, you know? If I ever see Tom Cruise, I'm going to pretend to either be mugged or be a yacht on fire. Yeah. Which. <laughs> um, do you want to hear some of the roles that Tom Cruise turned down because he was more preoccupied with making Mission Impossible films? So he turned down oh, the role... Didn't he turn... He turned down one in, in like a really seminal film, didn't he? It was like Forrest Gump or some he shit. He turned down Andy Andy Dufresne in The Shawshank Redemption. That was, That's the that one. was him. Uh, he turned down John Nash in A Beautiful Mind. Uh, he was supposed to be the lead in Footloose, in Speed, in Enemy of the State, in Benjamin Button, um, in Donnie Brasco, in Edward Scissorhands. And then, actually, interestingly, he was also supposed to be the lead in The Hulk. And, and this is the big one. This is the big miss by Tom Cruise. Iron Man. He was supposed to be Iron Man. He was supposed to be the lead actor in the Marvel Universe. And he missed it. And it made Robert Downey Jr. the highest paid, most successful actor in the world for about 10 years. What, what do you mean missed it, though? Like, he just said he didn't want what it. What do you mean was supposed to be? He didn't want it. He didn't want it. He didn't want so to do it. Different. Mi- missing it's different to saying no to it, isn't it? Yeah. You asked him to be in Just These Please, didn't you? Did yeah, you yeah. He, he said, said, yeah, but we actually went another way with it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have divorced him. You know, and you can't say True. that about too many people. You can say it about True. some people, but when multiple people divorce you, that's not a great sign, is it? No, it's not. It's not. And actually, do you know what? Do you want to hear an interesting fact about it? He had three divorces, and all three of them were when the woman was at the age of 33. Interesting. Yeah, well, that's the time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Expand on that, Hugh, now. 
Jesus, you just know. wanting to see if they're a messiah, Je- yeah. Jesus, you can, you can, that's your answer to everything, Jesus. Once they haven't Jesus, you know, it's time to time to move on. <laughs> what do the Scientologists think of Jesus? Um, like, do they acknowledge his existence? Don't know, actually. Or are not, they just like... I haven't, I haven't paid for that course yet. I don't know what we're, what we're supposed to say about that. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, I'll let you know. Isn't he? Does doesn't Tom Cruise say depression's not real or something like that? I think he says a lot of things are not real. But that yeah. again, that's all part of being being a movie star. You know, like I no, I want no, I want my not. movie stars it's I want my movie stars person. to be big to explode onto the screen to have like crazy beliefs and to fly cakes yeah, around and share planes. damaging opinions that will really affect the youth. Yeah, if people listen to them, you know, that's on them. Ah, the old libertarian comes <laughs> comes into view. <laughs> what do we think about the Oprah thing, guys? I don't know what that is. Hugh! <laughs> I'm sorry. Hugh, of course, famously unaware of pop culture. Yeah. Uh, Will, yeah Michael's got his finger on the button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you know everything, everything that Oprah's ever said. <laughs> also... Every episode of Oprah. <laughs> so, it was a... Uh... When he was with Katie Holmes, I believe, mm-hmm. um, he went on the Oprah show and like said, I love Katie Holmes. And by said, I mean like sort of in a relatively uh, terrifying manner, like screamed, got very, very excited and jumped on the sofa screaming, I love Katie Holmes. Very happily. Yeah, he was super happy. But it's the kind of behavior that if you were like just in a room with that person, you'd be like, oh, this doesn't feel like you're okay. <laughs> I need to go now. And then imagine that but on a global television scale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was like, it was odd. It was very it, odd. It was the odd. other thing is when you rewatch it, the first time you see it, it's very odd, but when you rewatch it, it goes on for quite a while as well. You know, he, he kind of hops up on the couch, jumps up and down. Now, I think obviously the sort of the, uh, what most people took away from that is that Tom Cruise is very strange. I think, I think the opposite, again, he's giving me exactly what I want. What Tom Cruise lives on the silver screen when you put him in television, when you put him in that small box, it's it's he's too much for it. Well, he's too much for the it. best box that would fit him. <laughs> if you put him in a big box, he'd rattle around. <laughs> I think basically Tom Cruise knew exactly what he was doing. He's he's dominating the box office, right? He comes on to Oprah's show. Wife. Oprah's Oprah's the biggest thing on TV. Jesus. And well, no, she's when... just bigger than Tom Cruise, Mike. <laughs> oh right. But but he uh, like Oprah has been on TV for like. 40 years and will be on TV for, 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 for all of her life and when they play her highlight reel he'll be top billing on it so he you know one appearance on that show he just dominated her career dominated television that's what I want from my movie stars I don't want them you know meekly going through an interview I want them jumping on couches shouting at people that's what I want <laughs> it's not like a he- like a healthy like great ah, oh, isn't that cool it's like oh what's going on <laughs> you alright Tom you okay yeah you're right yeah i just i hope someone asked him that afterwards like hey man like that was cool and stuff but like you good (laughs) yeah i tried to work out what where he where he sits in the uh the ranking of uh highest grossing actors front row front row because you wouldn't see him the (laughs) most it's like when you're doing Um, a school photo you know or maybe a bench at the back but when you look at the list of highest grossing actors basically you have to have been in a Marvel movie or be Tom Hanks because nine of the top ten are actors who are in seri- a series of Avengers films 
Uh, and then Tom Hanks slips in there at number nine. And I think that's largely because of his roles in the Toy Story films. So they've completely uh, sort of uh, warped the, uh, the, 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 the box office figures. Speaking of films, <laughs> have I got exciting news for our listeners? We've only, we've only got a competition. So this, this is a real treat. I think this is the first time what? we've done this. Yeah, we've got a competition. Well, I know. I didn't disclose this up front. Uh, so this, no, you this, absolutely this is, didn't. This is a real treat. Um, what we're asking for you to do is submit an idea for a future Legitimate Likes episode. You can do it via Twitter, via Instagram, or via our, our email. We'll put all the details in the, in, in the show notes. Um, and we promise to do an episode on the best suggestion that we receive. Um, in reward for that, we've got a fantastic prize. Um, basically, long story short, my DVD player broke uh, earlier this year. So I've got, I've got hundreds of DVDs that I can't use. And it's kind of an outdated format anyway. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to shift them. Um, so our prize is three DVDs chosen from my collection. Um, and actually, to, I'm honest, if you want more than that, you'd be doing me a favor. Yeah, um, who's choosing the DVDs, Michael? I am. I've got them right here. So I've and got. What have you chosen? So hang on. Let, got... Let's guess. Let's guess. Let's guess. Okay. Now, can I ask? Are they films that you presumably are keeping ones that you love? Like no, so no. Commando I don't have a DVD. I don't have it. Well, I, I'm keeping some for for, for for Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I think. Commando. I think. Hang on. I think we're gonna have a real mix of stuff. I think we're going Three to have. Three versions of Avatar. Like. Yeah. I think Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Um, I think the Queen with Helen Mirren, and Speed Two. Speed Two, yeah. Okay, well I tell you what, the Two Towers isn't in there, but I've got that, so I'll throw it in anyway. Okay, so you're getting the Two Towers if you if you if you win this competition, you're getting the Two Towers. You're also getting on topic. You're getting Collateral, starring Tom Cruise. All right, on topic. You're starring. Or you're you're getting Donnie Brasco, which as we just found out, Tom Cruise turned down. And then, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like uh, 12 Angry Men? There you go. So, and plus... And Michael's going to send towers. these to you on a jet, one by one. No, I mean, actually, you're going to have to come and pick them up. <laughs> <That's> Jesus <laughs> Christ. This is the... Wor- it already was a bad competition and was not a competition. It was you not wanting to go to a charity shop. You know what? I may have, I may have written a check that I can't cash there because actually there's no disc in the 12 Angry Men box. So I'll, I'll, we'll work out a replacement there. That'll be fine. I guess that'd be 13 Angry Men if you gave that one away. <laughs> But uh, there you go. And I tell you what, there's a lot more where that came from. So we'll have a few more competitions in future if anyone likes DVDs. This is terrible. This is so garbage. What are you talking about? (laughs) One of them's going to be to win your recycling. This is a nightmare. (laughs) No wonder you didn't share it with us because you'd absolutely have been shot down. This is not a competition. It's a chore. It's a chore. Hey, would you like to A, do the work for us and choose an episode? B, get rid of my shit. I've got another couple of Tom Cruise pros, and then I think we're. I think. I mean, I think I've I've made a pretty strong case. First is whenever there's a movie premiere or anything where he's supposed to be seeing fans, he turns up early. He turns up a minimum of two hours early to get as many fans as he can. Amazing. Movie stars normally Just turn up five minutes. For attention. Try, yeah. try to no, get away. From that's him. to get a good seat because he doesn't like sitting behind tall people. <laughs> the other thing is, and this is very well documented, he runs mm. well. I don't know if there's a better runner in the movies than Tom Cruise. He's got a great run. He's not like uh, old limpy old pigeon-toed Keanu Reeves who sort of shuffles along, you know? He's, he's, he's got a proper man's run. He gets a good speed, and I like it. 
He's got a proper man's run. Never has a more homoerotic <laughs> sentence been uttered by a man entirely unintending to do that. Who's got a proper woman's run? <laughs> um. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um, um, Jessica Ennis? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good answer. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> you can't argue with that. So, I mean, I'm not hearing much said against Tom Cruise, so I think we can move to Final Judgments and, and wrap this just wrap this <laughs> bad boy up. I, I love... The, you not hearing something doesn't mean it wasn't said. Just just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. i got a salad to eat with my hands. Let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> All right. Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, to be honest, I mean, most of the movies you see him in are enjoyable movies. Now, that said, I haven't watched the 14 different Mission Impossible movies, but I've seen him in... In lots of very enjoyable movies, and I guess he's a yeah, he's a big part of it. I mean, if he's at the center of the movie, you you've got to give him credit for that. A Few Good Men is one of my favorite movies, and, and again, I've I've got to give him credit for that too. But he seems outside of the movies to be dreadful, and I am only doubling down on that opinion because Michael adores him so much. Um, so do you know what I think we're I think we're done with Tom Cruise and uh, I'm gonna say he's not a legitimate like. Cute, that's so that's so bitter. I I hope the next time your yacht goes on fire, Tom Cruise is there and just <laughs> sails right by. Um, I uh, I I really profoundly don't care. Um, I think that it's it's there's an element of any sort of looking at movie stars in this way at all, and indeed having a podcast about them. I find the whole hero worship thing just a bit gross and unhealthy and weird um, and spending any time <laughs> talking about a person like they're like a cultural symbol or something I'm like, ah, oh, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Um, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't think Scientology is the best uh, is how I would phrase it <laughs> um, he, 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 I think what you said is right he doesn't seem great I'm sure he's a good person to work with for some people I'm sure he's a bit of a nightmare for other people. He he's not a legitimate like oh, I'm not well, backing that up with any evidence. Well. But Michael, you're so weird that I couldn't <laughs> possibly agree with you. Come on. And I I'm not so, I was going to say sorry, but I'm not sorry. Uh until I get a till I get a cake in the post. He's not a legitimate like. That's fair. I need I need to see some cruise for myself. That's fair. I want to go on a cruise before I judge it. Tom Cruise, if you're listening, to this please please send me a cake you actually and looked up into the sky <laughs> also, like a prayer also would you like 100 to 120 DVDs <laughs> uh, do you know what Michael if Tom Cruise takes your DVDs I'll say he's a legitimate like <laughs> alright deal yeah seconded <laughs> if he gives me a cake takes your DVDs or sets fire to a yacht we, we can call it quits <laughs> Michael, you're disappointed with the result, obviously. I am. I'm crestfallen, if I'm honest. Um, I uh, I think he's great. I'll watch anything he does, apart from actually the Mission Impossible movies. But uh, I think he's great. I want him to. I want him to to leave to, to free himself from the shackles of Mission Impossible and make more. Do great you know films. what though, Michael? It's more that when we talk about things like this, and one of your biggest pros that you give for so many of our topics is like, but they're just big and like they're everywhere <laughs> and they're like, look how famous they are, like. If we talk Donald Trump here, like what, like you'd be, you'd, you'd, if you follow your logic for everyone else, you'd be all over that, wouldn't you? 
<laughs> can I wait until after the next election cycle to answer that question? <laughs> so you can wait to be approved by President Trump in 2024? Yeah. yeah. A depressing but realistic thought. <laughs> well, it's very ironic that a man who spends so much time working out that if he's smaller than other people <laughs> will focus on bigness as a judgment of, well, maybe it's not ironic. So there we are, guys. I mean, I don't like it, but Tom Cruise is not a legitimate like. All right. It's time to get out of here. We'll thank you, as always, for hosting. Uh Thanks for making me feel better. It's lovely to see you both. And um, that's all I have to say, really. Michael, thanks for producing. Anytime. Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like and subscribe. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Get in touch with us if you want to win some of Michael's DVDs. And yeah, come up with some ideas that uh, we can we can talk about next instead of Tom Cruise. And so, until the next time, it's goodbye from us all here in Legitimate Likes. Goodbye. Mission impossible. It's such a difficult mission. What am I going to do? <laughs> Probably the most famous theme tune of all time, but Will thinks, <laughs> no, it needs updating. I can't remember the theme tune, so you gotta make up your own. We're probably not gonna lose. My name is Tom and Tom Cruise. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.